0: Roster brought you by the College Basketball Experience. March Madness is heating up, and you need to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. It's awesome, baby. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, March 2nd. Currently 1117 on the East Coast here to discuss the four game schedule in the association and joining me here to help me break down the betting card today. You guys know him as man of the show, the newest voice this season on the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's Delonte Smith. Delonte, what's going on, my man? What's up, man? Not bad. Uh, not a good
1: slate for us today, but uh, still some opportunity to make some money. So uh, looking forward to doing that.
0: Yeah, man, it's back to a four-game schedule here in the association on these Thursdays. I know there's been a couple Thursdays. We've had a a couple more games, but usually throughout the NBA season, we've seen it's really only sometimes about three to four games, usually on Thursday nights. But there's some pretty good games here tonight. Uh, At least three out of the four are are pretty good here tonight. But uh, yeah, we got the... Doubleheader on uh, on TNT with the yep. Sixers and the Mavericks kicking it off first and then the late night or late uh, second game of the doubleheader. There's going to be the Clippers and the Golden State Warriors. So we'll get all uh, four games. We'll talk about you know how we usually do here on the pod. But how did your day turn out yesterday, my man? Um, I didn't have
1: much yesterday. I, I played the Lakers uh, after the 80 news came down. Um, because I think that the Thunder are pretty much like going into the tank. I don't think they're trying to win at all. Um, you can tell by some of the lineups they're putting out. I mean, they're still playing hard, obviously, but some of the, some of the guys that they're putting out on the court lineup wise, it's just not positive UV. So, um, I bet the Lakers, uh, they came out, play well, it played extremely well. I thought, um, actually. And, um, that's, I think that's the only thing I played. Honestly, I was looking to play Brooklyn, but thank God I didn't because the Knicks rolled them. Um, but other than that, man, I, I thought the Cavs and and Boston was a good game. Um, mm-hmm. I think Boston just can't hold on to a lead. I'm actually worried about that yeah. when it gets to playoff time because they get a little bit complacent when they get those leads. I mean, as any NBA team would. I mean, if you jump out that early, but 17, I think it was 17 in the third. That's you got to kind of put you got to kind of put the nail in the coffin um, uh, against Cleveland, who it's not the best offensive team, but you know uh, they just not. They're not built to come back from leads like that and Boston let them back in. So that's kind of worrisome for me because uh, I, got, I got a Boston future also. So uh, other than that, man, I thought it was a decent night last night. Uh, KD returned. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. you're going to hit on that. So uh, I'll let you lead that off if you want to say anything about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, Boston last night, uh, they were up by, what, 13 with about two minutes and some change. Le- or no, it was actually like one minute and 18 seconds left. And then Cleveland, in the final minute, puts up 11, po- right. 11 points in the final minute to get the backdoor cover. I mean, we talk about an ultimate backdoor cover. I think that's pretty much the definition of it. And and if you were a Cleveland backer last night, you need to thank Darius Garland <laughs> for what he did last night. Uh, he put up, in that final minute, 14-2-5. 11 points for you in that final minute. 18. So, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, So, but Boston does get the victory there. 117, 113. Don't get the cover, but do get the victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Great game for the stars in this game. The stars really shine. Jason Tatum Mm -hmm. bounced back nicely after, You know, a rough game against the New York Knicks. Uh, He had 41 points last night on 13 of 21 shooting. Donovan Mitchell, another great night. Uh, 44 points for him, 17 of 32 from the floor. And like you mentioned it uh, last night, Delonte, I think the bigger news in the association was the return of Kevin Durant and his debut Mm -hmm. with his newest team, the Phoenix Suns. And um, he looked pretty good to me, man. I'm not sure if you caught any of the game, but um, how did he look for you? I mean, he just—I mean, KD
1: is one of those players that can fit in seamlessly anywhere. I mean, simply because he's not ball dominant, he can—he can play off the ball, which actually he's probably better, you know, off the ball, off those pin downs. I think he fits perfect into what Phoenix does. Um, I mean, they say he was on a minutes restriction, but I feel like he played a little more than what I thought he was going to play, at least. Um, but I mean, he looked—he looked good to me. He—he's just one of those guys who's going to score with ease for for a long time. I mean, he's just. The way their offense is predicated, and they got Devin when you got Devin Booker coming off one side and KD coming off the other side, you kind of got to pick your poison on, on who you're going to guard. And I mean, he just he looked like he just wasn't injured at all. I mean, I didn't see him. He looks exactly like he did when he was in Brooklyn. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to look scary. I like defensively what they were doing with him and Ayton, uh defending the, defending the paint. Uh, I think that's where he's going to cause the most impact. But yeah, man, I thought he looked I thought he looked fine. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. excited to see Phoenix, you know, get this thing rolling. They got a, you know, they got a good month and a half to get some chemistry and, and build up that for the playoffs. But I thought he looked fine.
0: Yeah, I thought he looked good as well, man. Um, you know, obviously when you miss about over a month mm-hmm. due to that type of in- uh, injury, with, with a, with a, what was the thing? It was a MCL strain for uh, Kevin Durant. But 27 minutes last night, 10 of 15 from the floor, efficient as usual as Kevin Durant is. Uh, Finished the game with 23 points. There was a little bit of a scare that he did go back to the locker room. Oh, see, I didn't see Um, that. I didn't see that. Yeah, um, but he did return, obviously, to the bench and then came back in the game as well. So uh, another victory for the Phoenix Suns. I think this is a time right now where you probably, if you believe that this Phoenix Suns team is going to win the championship or at least make a run uh, to the Western Conference Finals and possibly win the West, you you probably want to get down on the uh, on the on them right now, because if these guys are healthy uh, all I mean, pretty much their main four guys, DeAndre Aiden, CP3, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, um, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. The, the bench is still a little bit worrisome for me, yeah. uh, but I think they still have enough there for them to, uh, you know, still be obviously a championship contender because as long as we know like the, the rotations really do shrink down in the uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Um TJ Warren is there too, right? But he hasn't played. Is he still injured? He played yesterday. He played about oh, he 13 did? minutes. Uh Terrence Ross was the one that was out yesterday for them. Okay. Yeah. I think so it was what personal this, um, reasons.
1: Was this TJ's first game back? Um, you know, being back with the Suns, or did, has he played previously? Uh
0: let me see here. I, th- I thought
1: that was um I know they were waiting for him to come back, and I thought that would be, you know, give them a, a bump uh with that second unit, because I mean he's a scorer, him and Terrence Ross both uh with that second unit.
0: Yeah, this Should was actually them, uh, his third game with okay. um, or playing for the Phoenix Suns, but it was his first game since the all-star break. But he hasn't really gotten a lot of minutes either. It was 13 minutes last night mm-hmm. uh, and then the previous two games with the Suns, uh, eight minutes and seven minutes. So, yeah. um yeah, I think this team is going to be good, man. I, obviously, when you have a Hall of Fame point guard, CB3, Devin Booker, one of the best scorers in the league, along with one of the best players in the world, and Kevin Durant, I think this roster is just going to be fine. It's just, again, for like many other teams, Delonte, it's just, you know, hopefully they can stay healthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you saw, uh, well, I, I didn't catch all of the game, but I, I caught basically like the first quarter and a half, and you could see how easy it was for Devin Booker because he's, you know, KD's attracting all that attention. Yeah. So he's like, one on one, and I mean, how often can he go one on you know one on one with another you know with another guy on the side like KD? It's getting easier for him, so that's just going to open up even more stuff. Uh, the one thing I am worried about is the backup point guard. They, I'm not really a believer in like Cameron Payne or yeah. uh, or Shamit. Sometimes when they use, I thought they sh- I thought they could use like a you know another guard. Um, I thought they could, maybe could use somebody like Bones. I don't know the, the offering price wasn't that high for him, so I thought they could use you know somebody athletic uh young who can get up and run with that second unit but um but yeah i mean obviously they're gonna be a juggernaut uh depth might be an issue but i mean like you said the playoff rotations they shrink so yeah uh, i'm looking forward to seeing them in the playoffs and uh especially against golden state because i steph uh i read steph's coming back uh i think soon.
0: yeah next week right yeah,
1: on the road trip yeah
0: yeah so uh um some good news for warriors fans uh, getting Steph Curry back possibly yep. next week. Um, you mentioned the Knicks, man. I mean, this team has just been a wagon so far uh, since the All Star break. They just dominated from that the the start mm-hmm. of this game uh, at the tip off. Uh, they win the game one forty two one eighteen. At the end of the first quarter, it was forty seven to twenty nine at halftime. It was eighty one to fifty seven, and I mean that was pretty much it for yeah, the Brooklyn right? Nets. Yeah, look, they just haven't been very good defensively. I think they're they're starting to obviously regress. Um, you know, it was, there was some excitement for a, a couple games there after the trade of Kevin Durant, but um, defensively, if you're going to give up the amount of points that they've given up over these last couple of games since the All Star break, I don't think they give 131 to the Bulls. Uh, that's they horrible. Give, yeah, that's
1: like two, that's like two hundred points Bulls. To
0: anybody else. Yeah. Uh, and then they had 129 they gave up to the Atlanta Hawks and then 142 last night to the New York Knicks so maybe something to keep an eye on for us at least from a betting standpoint that if this Brooklyn Nets team isn't going to be very good defensively uh, we we'll probably just look at teams uh, opposing team team totals to go over um, if this kind of continues here Delonte
1: yeah I um... I'll be looking at it. I mean, I thought honestly, I thought that there was going to be some value on Brooklyn, but I quickly learned that they just and they have defenders. I mean, it's not like they don't have guys that can defend. Uh, Cam is a decent defender. Mikael Bridges made his money off being an elite defender. Um, Mm -hmm. I know Ben Simmons is out, but you know one thing that he does do well when he's in is defend. And they got Klaxon on the back end. Uh, I mean, their defensive metrics are a bit skewed because of you know when they had the previous guys with KD and Kyrie that made. You know, the defense a lot better. Well, KD specifically. But um yeah, man, I'll be looking at, at some of those team totals also. Uh I don't know I think their odds to not make the playoffs is probably a good look if you can get the decent odds on it. Um
0: yeah, me and Scott talked about uh them probably falling into the play in tournament uh bracket there and maybe possibly getting getting eliminated there, but I mean, if this kind of continues for them for the rest of the season, it's they're probably gonna fall out of the playoff picture. They've now fallen down to the sixth spot. Um and number ten right now, the Washington Wizards. How they like the are Olympics? yeah, they're three and a half games behind the sixth spot. So they have a three and a half game cushion. So
1: and Toronto is where, where's Toronto? Like Toronto's
0: like, number nine. Okay. um they're one game ahead of washington so a big game tonight between big these two tonight. teams yeah we'll, we'll get game. into that in a little bit here but um seven six through ten are separated by three and a half games and then the play-in tournament Brecken miami uh has a three-game lead over the 10th seed the washington wizards and chicago's only one game back of that 10th seed as well i know they've been playing well uh, have, after the all-star break yeah
1: yeah they have um yeah, I mean it's gonna be I think it's gonna be one of the better playoffs that we've seen in a in a while, uh in the yeah. long time. Uh with all those I mean, you know, withstanding health issues for for both sides, Eastern and Western Conference. I think it's gonna be one of the better playoffs in the um that we've seen in recent history.
0: Yeah. Jake pointing out uh nets to miss playoff plus three sixty. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that. I think Man, I'll take that. Yeah, okay. you know, I think we gotta look if that means that the play in tournament doesn't count, right? Because that's to get into the playoffs, right? I think you gotta
1: pretty much like read the wording of of each book or wherever you bet it at because some some places I've read where you know making the playoffs means like even if you make the play in and you lose, that's still not considered making the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. but but then I've heard other teams is, you know, if you're in the top 10, then you're technically you know, in the playoffs, so yeah. yeah, it's all depending on order, So you got to make sure you just read, or you know, if wherever you're uh, bidding at, that you read, you know, the fine print, and you know, uh, make sure that you have the right uh, verbiage going on in that bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else from last night, uh, Delonte? Not nah, Bucks Freight Train. Oh yeah. Back to back situation, man. They've been Freak I think train. undefeated against the yeah, spread.
1: Eight zero and one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, they're freight. They're Freight Train. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't even know. And I mean, Jay Crowder's is not being implemented. I like the way Joe Ingles is playing now. He's getting back to that, you know, that role that he was in in uh, Utah. Mm-hmm. He's he's been able to play, be more of a facilitator, take Drew off the ball, so Drew can focus more on defense. I mean, Crowder getting implemented. I mean, they're they're just so tough, man. Uh, I really, I, I want to see them in Boston in the. Um, in the playoff, I mean, in the, like, Eastern Conference Finals, but, I mean, that's going to be a hell of a series. I don't yep. know if you, anybody want to step in front of Milwaukee right now.
0: Yeah. Uh They have actually leapfrogged the Boston Celtics to be the number one seed right now in the Eastern Conference. Quietly, nobody's talking about it, right. especially you, you, the right. the sports media heads, but they have won 16 games 16 in a row.
1: straight, <laughs> yeah. And, and like, uh, some of those have been without Giannis, without yep. Drew, without Middleton. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just Freight training people and they don't waste time with, uh, with like teams they're supposed to beat. They go ahead and put them away. They don't, they don't play around. Um, I like how they're giving Giannis, you know, they get making him play hard for the first few getting a big lead and the rest of them. They're not even playing around at all. Uh, defense, elite defense. Um, sometimes I'm worried about their offense at, at times they get a little stagnant, but I mean, you got Giannis on the floor. So, I mean,
0: you know, yeah, I mean, the best player or one of the best players in the NBA, if not the best player in the NBA, for sure. Uh, Jake Seng says uh, settled on the final eight teams in playoffs for each conference after any possible play in tournament has concluded. So,
1: oh, and, and that's plus
0: 360. Yeah, I yeah. Be, bet, that, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll bet that. I think there's some definitely 100% some yeah. value on that for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, Galante, before we get into the games here for tonight, let me tell everyone about our presenting sponsor. That is going to be WinBed. WinBed is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet to build your own bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 and get 100. Limited state availability, and of course, for our DGens, only if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sports gamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sports gamblingpodcast.com slash W I N N B E T offers up to change terms and conditions that winbet.com must be 20 years or older and present. And to say where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4700 We also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. The Mercer continues to add new items to the store every single day. Head over to the store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, sweats sweaters, hoodies, all that good stuff. I uh, know. I think I just saw that they added a Saint Paddy's Day uh, t-shirt on the uh, on the merch store there. Uh, shout out to Jake. I know Jake's been killing. He's in the in the chat right now with the merch store. Man, just a lot of great stuff happening there. Uh, the first half unders. Uh, if you've been with uh, the DGen's only army for long enough, you know the first half unders for the NCAA tournament, yep. at least for the first uh, round, are right around the corner. So make sure to check out the merch store. That's going to be store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com And again, check out all the newest stuff that is being posted every single day over on the merch store. All right, Delante, let's get into the games here, my man. Uh, Four-game schedule here. We'll go through it. Uh, First game on the schedule is going to be the Toronto Raptors uh, visiting the nation's capital tonight to take on the Washington Wizards. This line opened up at a pick. uh, That number's now been bet to minus two in favor of the Toronto Raptors uh, total opened up in uh, sorry, total, opened up at 226. That number is now down to 222 and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, start with the Raptors here. Um, Nobody of really significance. I know the main guys are are all healthy and playing. A lot of guys that are on two-way contracts, obviously, that are out. Um, But, yeah, nobody of real significance. For the Washington Wizards, Monte Morris is going to be out for this game with lower back soreness. Uh, The Wizards do see the return of Kristaps Porzingis here tonight. I know he missed the last couple games with some back issues, but he will be on the floor here tonight for the Wizards. Uh, Deontay, why don't you lead us off with a side here, man? Uh, Raptors minus two as a road favorite against the Wizards.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't trust the uh, Toronto on the road. They are 12 and 18 ATS on the road. Um, their offense has not been playing as well. Uh, I mean, with some of those guys, you would expect them to be a little bit better offensively. Um, they failed to score 105 in three 105 plus in three of the last four games. And I mean, as we talked about earlier, the Wizards. I mean, I like I like the team, um, especially with Kristaps back. And actually, I think without him on the floor, they were like seven and four, uh, straight up, if I'm not mistaken. So not bad without him. Um, but obviously they need the floor spacing and the shooting from him. Uh, I mean, he's not gonna rebound at, as a big man would, but you know, uh, Wizards one and two straight up in ATS since the All Star break. They they don't perform as well at home. Eleven and sixteen ATS. But it's like their offense picks up a gear when they're at home versus when um, they're on the road. They're actually one of the few teams who have the exact offensive efficiency on the road and at home. But for whatever reason, when they're at home, they play faster and they're more efficient because they're 21 and six to the over at home and they are 20 and 33 on the road. They went under. So it's kind of like Jekyll and Hyde. When they're at home, they play better offensively. Uh, when they're on the road, they don't play as well offensively. Uh, but they have the same rating, which is kind of odd to me. But um, Toronto's defense, I think, is a little bit like it's some smoke in their numbers. Um, they haven't played against a lot of good offenses. Um, they played New Orleans who's 17th in offensive rating, Detroit 27th, Chicago 24th. Uh, in that stretch, they played one good defense. I mean, one good offensive team. Um, which was the Cavs, and they lost by twenty five. Yeah. Now the Wizards are not the Cavs offensively, but they are you know top eleven in offensive rating. So I think mm-hmm. that they'll have some success tonight. Uh, I like the Wizards here a lot. Uh, I look for them early and often. Seven and two, seven two and one ATS in the first quarter. Uh, last ten games, uh, I think the Wizards can get it done here, man.
0: Yeah, you. I mean, you mentioned that the Raptors, number one, haven't played the greatest competition since. Um, I mean, we go back even before the All Star game, right? You mentioned the Magic, the Pelicans, the Pistons, uh, mm-hmm. lost to the Cavs, um, and then Chicago, who you know, um, I think they were in a back to back in that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, they're just
1: not they just not good offensively anyway. Um, yeah. for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, and they are, I believe, one in nine against the spread as a road favorite this season are the Toronto Raptors. So. I, I do lean with the Wizards here at the plus two price. You know me, I I love uh, betting on home underdogs, um, in the especially in the NBA as well. I know the Wizards, ATS numbers at least don't pop off the page. Yeah, they don't. Um, but. I think with them getting KP back here, obviously, that's a boost for you. Daniel Gafford has been playing well for this team as well. Uh, obviously, you have Bradley Beal, uh, Kyle Kuzma, uh, and, and those guys. So um, I think this, again, this game will probably come down to the wire. I think the line is obviously indicative of that, where it's only a two-point uh, spread right now for the Toronto Raptors. So I'll leave with the Wizards here, um, plus the two as well. Did you say anything about the total there, Delonte?
1: Oh, I, I see uh somebody in the chat was talking about first quarter over. Absolutely first Wizards best first quarter over team in the NBA. Um, like I said, they play their offense picks up at home. Uh they're not their numbers, their ATS numbers are a bit skewed because, you know, they played a large portion without Bradley Beal. They played some without Kuzma, they played some without Porzingis. So guys in and out of the lineup, I mean, still no excuse for ATS, but I mean they probably would have been better if all those guys are healthy. I'll get those numbers on when all three of those guys are in the lineup and playing. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can find it out somewhere. But as far as the total, I, I lean over.
0: Um, yeah, I do too. Yeah,
1: yeah I think uh, it's going to be you know a lot of offense, and you know with the Wizards, they don't. I mean the Raptors, they don't have a clear advantage other than being able to turn the ball, turn teams over. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are, and the Wizards are not good in transition. They're 29th in points per possession in transition, and you know the the Raptors don't look to run, but when they have steals and and live rebounds they're one of the better teams uh in transition so if the wizards can slow that down which i mean numbers show that they're, they're not i think it'll end up in a track me because toronto's gonna have to they're gonna have to run the switch points because i don't think they'll be able to score in the half court so i, I like the over or like the first quarter over uh and i like the wizards
0: yeah, Wizards first quarter uh, last ten games at home seven and three to the over. Last mm-hmm. five games it is four and one. In the last three games, three and zero to the over in the first quarter. So, um, yeah, I think that's a great find there on the first quarter over. I do like that. I'm gonna write that one down. Um, let's go over to some player props here, man. You have anything as far as player props in this game?
1: Uh, I like a few. Uh, uh, Bradley Beal over twenty two and a half points. Uh, you know, getting Porzingis back, we talked about, opens up that space. And, and driving lanes for him. We know that he operates in the mid-range and at the rim, the Raptors bottom five and defending mid-range shots. They don't have a rim protector. So he should be able to get to the rim uh, with ease and, and pull up from free throw line. Uh, I, he, he does worry me sometimes that he just, he just sits on the way. Like he doesn't, he's not as aggressive as he once was. I don't know what what's his deal or what he looks like. He's just complacent with giving the ball to Kuzma and, and letting him do his thing. But I think tonight he has a good game. I mean, he's going to have to against that Raptors. The Raptors have m- multiple decent defenders that can throw at him, but I, I think he has a good night. Um, Daniel Gafford points the rebounds over 16 and a half. I think that's way short. I know Perzingis is back, but, I mean, he's going to have to control the paint. He's been playing well. He's had double-doubles in his last two games. Um, I mean, and uh, the Raptors have allowed opposing centers to have 10-plus rebounds in each of the last four games. That includes uh, two to – Two in one game with Bagley and Wiseman. I think Bagley had 18, if I'm not mistaken, and Wiseman had 10 uh, in one game against when they played Detroit. So, yeah, man, I like Gafford over 16.5 points rebounds. I he has rebounds. good, I think he has a good night, and I like Beal over 22.5 points.
0: Yeah, I took Bradley Beal's over assist here tonight, over 6.5, um, especially with Monte Morris being out. Uh, I, like you mentioned, he's, he's, I, he's trying to be more passive. I don't know why for Bradley Beal, but maybe get Kuzma involved and now you get KP back. Obviously, that only helps the offense. But um, you kind of like take a look since the um, start of the second half of the season. He's had eight assists, eight assists, and seven assists. Uh, has Bradley Beal, so he's kind of taking on that point guard role, kind of facilitating the offense uh, for the Washington Wizards. Um, I do see that number at 6.5 at plus 105. I loved it at plus odds here, so I'm going to take that as one of the player props. Um, on the Raptors' side, Jakob Ertl, uh, since they have picked him up, um, and I was mentioning this to some of my guys offline, that uh, if you kind of take a look at his game log, as far as steals and uh, steals and blocks go, he's gone over Two and a half in every game as a player for the Toronto Raptors, except for the first game, which was against the uh, Utah Jazz, where he only played 17 minutes. But since then, uh, he's gone over two and a half blocks and steals combined. Uh, in that, let's see here, that's one, two, three, four, five, six straight games. Uh, that number is now sitting at plus 155, uh, for him to get over, uh, two-and-a-half steals and blocks combined here. So that was a prop that I really did like. So two-plus money uh, props in this game.
1: Yeah, I'm going to look at that. I'm going to write that down also. I think uh, I think Perto's an underrated defender as a big guy. I mean, that's he, yeah. he he's really good. Uh, one of my best friends and, and my cousin, he's a big Spurs fan. I used to tell him, like, man, you got to watch what some of the things that Perto does. I know he's not on a winning team, but some of the things he does, it, it leads to winning basketball, which I'm surprised he wanted to go back to Toronto. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved to see him, like, in Golden State. Like he could have been like the Andrew Bogut uh, of that defense, man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is what it is. I, I heard that him and Siakam are like BFF So,
0: yeah. Um, Rebound, Sorry, uh, I was just reading here. Siakamerto uh, rebounds. One of the listeners pointing out at uh, eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see actually a. Let's see. Was it seven and a half? I just saw. Was it no? Yeah, eight and a half. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talked about the Wizards do give up the rebounds to that center position. So um, I would definitely look at uh, his uh, rebounds here tonight. I think this might be a good game here tonight for Yaga Pearl for the Toronto Raptors. Um, So, yeah, I'll co-sign that on his rebounds here tonight.
1: Yeah, I've been on Pearl since the last – really since he got back to Toronto.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night here. Delante, we got the first game of TNT, the Philadelphia 76ers in Dallas here tonight to take on the Mavericks. Uh, this line opened up in favor of the Philadelphia 76ers. Sorry, in favor of, I'm sorry, the Dallas Mavericks. Minus three. That number's been bet up to minus four now. Total opened up at 230. The number's been bet down slightly. Let's see 229 and a halves out there, as well as two twenty-nines. Uh, looking at the injury report for the Philadelphia 76ers, not yet one submitted. They did play last night in the South Beach in Miami where they did get the victory there. Obviously, Joel Embiid did not play in the game, thinking that maybe he plays here tonight because they are in a back-to-back here. Um, For the Dallas Mavericks, uh, pretty clean injury report. Davis Bertans is going to be out here tonight with a left calf strain. Um, Dante, why don't you lead us off here with the side here right now. Dallas Mavericks laying four points, uh, hosting the Philadelphia 76ers.
1: Yeah, I like Dallas better on the opener. I laid two and a half on the open, just strictly off of thinking that NB won't play at all. Uh, I'm not sure if they're trying to just you know preserve them for uh, later down the stretch when they get into the Eastern Conference. Because, I mean, this is an out-of-conference game. So, I mean, while it does mean... little it's not as much as you know those division and and, and conference games so maybe he takes the night off and i mean harden harden was in miami last night so who knows he might still be there right now so you know you never know uh but the philly they are really good off back to back five two and one ats off back to back um i like the spot for dallas i I don't trust them to to lay points to a a good team and i do think philly's a good team they're 11 mavs 11 19 and two at home uh, ats uh, thirteen twenty-eight two as a favorite ATS. Uh, I mean, I just it, it's a, it's gonna be a low position game. Both teams are elite in the half court. Dallas is first in half court half court points per play, um, but Philly's defense is fifth um, defending the half court. And you know, with Embiid on the floor, it's hard to tell with or without Embiid on the floor. You know, dictates their game. They're more free flowing when he's off the floor because they don't have to you know wait for him to post up or. You know, things like that. So in the half-court, they're seventh in points per play. Dallas is not a good uh half-court defense, so that worries me also. Yeah. Um, but I like the spot for, for Dallas here. Um I'm, I'm hoping what I'm hoping what happens is that we can get the NB news that he's actually playing when they uh submit that injury report, mm. and it could just get back down to maybe like two and a half, uh, try to stay under a position. under a possession. So that's what I'm looking for again. Uh so I'll be looking at Dallas. Maybe look for them early on. Also, uh, you know, with both of the with those guys coming from Miami, I know Harden took them out for a good time. So maybe look for them to come out uh, a bit sluggish and uh, play the Mavs early if the, the number doesn't come back down.
0: Yeah, Philly is five two and one against the spread in back to back games here. Uh, six and two to the under uh, in back to back games. If Joel and B does play here tonight, I, I man, it, it may maybe square, but. I do like Philly in this spot. I just don't trust this Dallas Mavericks defense. Ever since they made the trade for Kyrie Irving, they're kind of bottoms, bottom four in the league as far as defensive metrics go uh, over the last seven games. And I'm going back to seven games because I think that's how many games that Kyrie's been with the Dallas Mavericks. They're number 25 as far as defensive rating, 119.8. They're dead last as far as points allowed inside the paint. They just don't have a, a guy in the paint that can, you know, keep opposing big men out and if Joel Embiid does go here tonight I wouldn't be shocked if he gets into the realm of 40 to 45 points here tonight so um maybe if he does go tonight you possibly maybe not see Harden if he gets a night off here but um kind of want to see how many minutes uh last night some of these guys played because I feel like it was more of a blowout than it was a, a competitive game like we saw on Monday night between those two teams so Uh, Yeah, the starters did play heavy minutes. James Harden played 37. Maxie had 38. Uh, Tobias Harris played 35 minutes. Um, P.J. Tucker, 19. DeAndre Milton. D'Anthony Milton, I'm sorry, 32 minutes. So, I'll wait for the Joel Embiid news. Um, Again, if he does play, I'll be on the Sixers here tonight, at least for his points prop, um, but... I, I I can't get behind a team that just just not, doesn't defend here, Delonte. I mean, you mentioned it that this defense for the Dallas Mavericks is just not very good since they did make the trade for Kyrie. Um, thoughts on the total here? Currently sitting at two twenty nine.
1: Yeah, I'd lean under um, with both teams playing half court, slow pace, slow pace game. The the Mavericks are literally the worst team in transition. They don't look to run at all, mm-hmm. and it's by a wide margin. Like the, the transition offense is horrible, um, and they don't defend well in transition, probably probably because of that. Um, and if, you know, Embiid is there, then obviously we know that they're going to slow the pace down. So I like the under. I don't think it's going to be a lot of points. The Mavericks, man, they, you know, for them to have Kyrie and, and, and Luka, they just, those guys, they look like they just don't know what to do. Like, they're scared to do what they do because the other's going to get mad. Like, if you look at some of the body language that they have, not saying that, you know, they're like, you know, arguing or whatever, but it's just like, they don't know what to do and how to be themselves just yet. So I think it's going to take some time. Uh, Jason Key is not helping them with the lineup that he's putting out there. I mean, he has Christian Wood. Uh, just some non-shooters and non-playmakers out there other than Kyrie and, and uh, Luka. So I'm I'm interested to see how, how they look going forward. I'll probably be betting against them in the playoffs no matter who they play. So – um I think that it total goes under long story short. I think it goes under.
0: Yeah, I mean look, back-to-back situations like I mentioned 6-6 six and 2 to the under. They are uh, like you said, Delonte, the slowest paced teams in the association are uh Dallas number 29 and then Philly number 27. And again, these are pretty good three-point uh defenses uh as well. I know those numbers may have changed these are season long numbers I'm looking at, but Dallas uh number 1 as far as opponent three may, three-point makes allowed Philly number two. So, uh, when I was just looking at it, I, I thought that I did like the over, but I think when I'm diving more into the numbers here, um, I'm leaning towards the under. But again, Dallas's defense. I mean, we saw it the other night against the Pacers where they gave mm-hmm. up 124 points. But um, easy
1: to they were, the Pacers would give whatever easy they want to easy. the paint. Yeah, Real so easy. I yeah.
0: yeah, so I think that if Joel Embiid does go here tonight, I'll be on his player props. Um, was getting into some player props here. I didn't have any player props for this game. Again, obviously, the, the, no Sixers props yet. But if Embiid does play here tonight, I think it's a big game for him. LG pointing out, yeah, if Joel Embiid plays over 10 and half, he's had yep. rebounds and yep. easy cash. Yeah. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if that numbers, uh opens up at 11-and-a-half for him if he does get ruled in tonight. But did you have any player props you like for this game?
1: Uh, I like Kyrie over 22-and-a-half. Uh, he, he, he didn't play well. He hasn't played well the past few games. I don't know if the shoulder is bothering him or, or what, but – uh, he was getting good looks. He just wasn't hitting them. And he yep. took a – they had a chance – I don't know if you watched it, but they had a chance to to win the game – well, to tie the game. And he shoots like a step-back three, which was, which was dumb because he could have just blew past the defender. But he missed it. He was getting good looks. He was just missing. I think that uh, that was a, more so a Luka game. It was his birthday, obviously. So, mm. I, I think he took a bit of a backseat to him. So, I think he comes out tonight and uh, with some tired legs by, by the guards. You don't want tired legs standing in front of Kyrie. So, I think he has a big night. That's the only uh, that's the only player prop I had. I mean, I'm trying to see where you know Embiid is, so I can pivot to some um, so, some of his props and maybe some other guys. Yep,
0: uh, definitely. I will we'll wait for the Embiid news for sure. All right, before we get into the last two games of the night here, let me tell everyone about the newest sponsor on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and that is going to be Talkify. Uh, life is full of what if. So if what if you are trying to uh, meet something new or someone new, what do you, uh, and try something new. When it comes to dating and it hasn't been working for you. You're tired of swiping life, uh, or swiping left, I'm trying to say, or swiping right, and it just hasn't worked out for you. Uh, Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. What uh if they what if they can help you out and look, and, and really get you going in your dating life again? Because maybe you've you know you're deflated about it and, and just hasn't worked out for you, and you've had friends that try to set you up, and those haven't worked out either. Let Talkify help you out. And if you're having a hard time meeting great people to date, um, we, we're tired of using the same methods, right, over and over again. It's time to say goodbye, like I mentioned, uh, to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating with Talkify. Confidence, it's a key in everything that we do, right, especially when it comes to dating. But if you've struggled to find worthwhile connections, it can be difficult to feel your best when meeting new people with Talkify you feel confident that you're meeting someone special who was picked just for you. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship goals. Their trusted compatibility specialist hands like successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Um, here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select a screen. uh, They'll select and screen potential match candidates for you doing checks, uh, video interviews, asking the tough questions that are sometimes too awkward to ask on those first dates. And then from there, your matchmaker uh, plans your date introductions and handles all the communications for you, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience. Talkify is committed to uh, finding your match. 80% of clients met their person within the first 12 matches. So right now, uh, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client, talkify.com slash SGPN. You might find some good betting advice from some women or men out there. Too. <laughs> That's yeah, you just might, man. <laughs> you uh, might if either. you if you just put in that you're a uh, sports fan, that matchmaker yeah. may just help you out. Hey, it's gonna skyrocket,
1: man. It's gonna
0: skyrocket. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get over to the next game of the night here, uh, Delante. We've got uh, this one probably pretty, pretty quick for me, Alisa. Uh, Pacers at the Spurs here tonight. Um, Looking at the opening line for this game, the Pacers opened up as a four-point favorite. That number's now been bet up to minus 5.5. Total opened up at 241. That number's been bet down to 238 in this game. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, for the San Antonio Spurs, uh, Malachi Brownham is questionable here tonight. He did leave the the game against Utah with a lower back injury. Kellen Johnson questionable. Trey Jones is also questionable here tonight. Romeo Langford, Isaiah Roby are all out here tonight uh Devin Vassell is probable He'll he's back after missing I think I want to say close to more than two months here he back? yeah I'm surprised too um for the Indiana Pacers Tyrese Halliburton is questionable here tonight with the ref uh sorry right calf soreness um and that is pretty much the only significant injury for the Pacers Spurs break their 16 game losing streak in Utah maybe it's Time to start a new ones because they are obviously "quote unquote" tanking for the sweepstakes of Victor Ben Um, Is it as easy as we taking Spurs here, or sorry, the Pacers here tonight? Um, Delonte, are you backing the Spurs at home?
1: Man, it, it looks easy. It does. I mean, the Spurs they they got their win um, that you know solidified them not having a losing month because they would have lost every game in February if they didn't if they didn't win that yeah. game against Utah. If <laughs> yeah. I'm not mistaken, so. I think they get right back on track and, and lose this one, but I don't know if the Pacers can like go out and and win as a road favorite. I don't have the numbers as a road favorite. Um, uh, I should see. I should have I been better prepared and had those, but I'm pretty sure it's not good. It's
0: two and one. It's only been oh, four okay. games.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, because they haven't been favorites on the road yeah. as much, uh, but their offense has looked a lot better. Um, they're a lot more a lot more flow, a lot more fluidity. Um, they've covered three straight games. Uh, two of the last three have went over, which you know goes to show that they're playing well offensively. Um they want to get out and run at first in points per possession in transition and third off of steals. So if they can get out in space and, and get Hadley with the ball, I think they can I think they can win by margin, but I just don't know just yet. Um the Spurs, if you want to play the Spurs, I would play them first quarter or first half. They six and four ATS in the first quarter of the last 10 games. But I do lean to Indy uh, full game. Something if I'm on the fence about what I usually do, wait till the Spurs get up, uh, you know, seven or eight points, or even if they're leading after the first half, and then boom, or after the first quarter, and then boom, just take the Pacers live. Yeah, Um, I know that's not you know betting etiquette or you know proper way to handicap, but you know, it's just something that you have to look at when you don't have an angle in the game. I don't have anything strong. Um, I lean to the Pacers side, but I'll likely be on the Spurs in the first quarter. Um, I don't know about. Uh, Hallie Burton's injury. I think he was on the injury report, but yeah, he's
0: officially questionable.
1: Yeah. So I'm not sure we just have to like wait and see what Hallie, because I mean, obviously without Hallie Burton, we've seen what this team looks like. Mm-hmm. So whether yeah. it's the Spurs or not, but uh, yeah, I'll lean to the Pacers. Uh, I'll be on the first quarter um, Spurs for sure. Uh, I think they've been playing well, especially if they get the sale back. Uh, I like some of the things that Devonte Graham is doing. He's going to shoot the ball. You're a high variance three-point team. If they're making them, yeah. you know, they can contend. If not, yeah, they're gonna probably get blown out. But I don't know if the Pacers are a
0: blowout worthy
1: team on the road, especially.
0: Yeah, shockingly the Spurs are eight and six against the spread after a win this season. So uh take that for what it's worth. But um Yeah, I mean I don't want anything to do with this game. I think this is what the the stay away game of the night here. Um without Halliburton. I'm not sure I, I think obviously matherin will probably have a big game without him uh, we've seen him hard to have a couple big games without a uh, tyree taliburton in the lineup you know since he he had missed that time i believe with that what was it the shoulder injury or a wrist injury
1: yeah uh, i think it was I hallie something. yeah yeah think it so, the shoulder.
0: yeah so maybe spurs early um and then he like Lante said if you want to come back if they are you know covering the spread and that they, if they cover that first half spread do the spurs Maybe they laid down a little bit in the second half.
1: Oh, um, no, they, they will. They will. Yeah. <laughs> they will. They will. Um, any thoughts on the total here? Uh, Over. I mean, yeah. I don't think that, you know, Spurs defensively are one of the worst in the NBA. The Pacers, you know, it's it's all highly dependent. But even without Hallie, I think they should be able to put up some points. I mean, Miles Turner has been on a tear. I don't know if you look, look at his numbers. He's mm-hmm. been yeah. on a tear. He's been on a tear. Uh, I like how he's playing. Even Jalen Smith defensively has been playing uh, really, really well. I -hmm. was kind of high on him when he came out of Maryland. Uh, I thought he could do some things defensively and uh, stretch the floor, but it it just hadn't panned out, you know, being on the Suns and moving around a few places. But I think he's found a decent home playing good basketball. Uh, I like the offense for, uh, well, the offense as of late for uh, the Pacers. Now, the Spurs. I mean, they don't have a good offense, but with Vassell back and Keldon Johnson both playing, then I think they, you know, will get a boost. So, Mm -hmm. um, I I like the over here.
0: Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't not taking over here either uh both these teams are top 10 in pace uh, as far as the season goes uh san antonio number six indiana number eight um and then san antonio the worst team defending the paint this season along about 56 points per game in that span um uh, so i think i think it might be another big game for um Miles Turner, I'm sorry, like you mentioned here, he's just been on a tear as of late. So uh, I know he likes to jack up the three-point shots. He, he can make them as well, but I think that he should have some success as well if he wants to against the Spurs team. And both these teams are not very good at defending the three-point line either. At Indiana, all. allowing 37.2%, which ranks number 24. San Antonio Spurs, 395 which ranks dead last um, and both teams are allowing close to 13 makes per game to the opposition, uh, which ranks well below league average in both uh, in, uh, for both teams in that category. So maybe if you want to take like some three point props here tonight, mm-hmm. but I really didn't dig into any player props in this game here. Uh, DeLante, did you have anything?
1: Uh, yeah, just going back to the Spurs first quarter, Indiana worst first quarter team. First yes. quarter ATS team nineteen yep. and forty three if I'm not mistaken. Let uh, me see if I can find it. I think it's not, I think it's nineteen and forty three uh, if I'm not mistaken. They they basically like covered the open for the first quarter and I mean covered the the close for the first quarter against the Mavs but didn't cover the open. It opened one and a half, got bid up to three, and you know they it landed right in the middle. It landed two. Yeah.
0: But um, 20, 42, and one or 19 to 43, depending on the number. But yeah, yeah. it's it's right. It's the worst in the league. They're horrible by yeah. far. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. But um so I like Buddy Healed over 15 and a half points, uh, especially if Halley doesn't go. Uh the Spurs, like you mentioned, did last and defending the three. I think he breaks out. He's in a bit of a slump. Uh, he's failed to score 10 over 10 points in the last two games. Uh he only had two field goal attempts in 30 plus minutes last game. I'm not sure what that was about. Um, uh, but I think you know the pace is gonna look for him early and often. Uh, with the lack of perimeter defense for uh, the Spurs. Uh, they don't have his props out just yet, but look at Jordan Noor. Uh, he's had 15-plus uh, in the last two games, playing extremely well, efficient. Uh, he's over 60% from the field in both games. Um, if if Halley's in, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a, a lower point total, but if he's out, I still like it both ways because I think he has given him a spark since coming over. Um, I like Noor a lot. I like him coming out of Louisville. I think he's a decent scorer. Uh, and you know the Spurs not going to defend it at all. So I think uh, Jordan Orr has a good game. Also, I just don't see any of his numbers out just yet.
0: Yeah, um, I I, I watched him. Oh, I was watching the game between the Mavericks and the um Pacers the other night. Yeah, he was getting up some um shots, and he was getting, definitely getting some playing time for sure. Yeah, he looked good for yeah. this Pacers team. So yeah, only um. Two players I see player props for right now is Buddy Heald and Miles Turner as of, and also also Aaron Neesmith, but for the Spurs, I only see Jeremy Sohan and Zach Collins, so a very limited menu right now for the um, player props in this game. Uh, Anything else for this game? No, all. All right, let's get over to the last game of the night, possibly the game of the night here. Uh, We've got the LA Clippers uh, headed to the Bay Area to take on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, looking at the opening line for this game, the Clippers opened up as a two and a half point road favorite here. That number has now been bet up to minus four. Uh, total opened up at 235. That number has been bet down to 231 and a half. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, for the Clippers, uh, pretty clean injury report. Uh, everybody is a go in this game for the Golden State Warriors. Obviously, you no know Steph Curry. Uh, Jordan Poole is probable here tonight. He's sitting with a left knee contusion. Andrew Wiggins is going to be out for personal reasons. Andre Iguodala is out. And like, I think I already said Gary Payne second is going to be out in this game as well. Um, so Dante Clippers, ever since they signed Russell Westbrook, 0 3, <laughs> haven't been very good on the defensive side of the basketball. Um, Warriors, they've been trending water, man. They've, they've, They've looked pretty good in the shorts uh, stint here without Steph Curry. Uh you know, with the leg injury that he is dealing with. They did have it come from behind victory in their last game, I believe what was it against was it the Timberwolves in that game that yeah. they faced?
1: Wait, wait, uh they just they had like a thirty three to nineteen quarter against the uh the Blazers. The Blazers, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. I'm sorry. So,
0: um, but yeah, they've won a couple of games in a row here, have the Golden State Warriors. Um, and then, uh, obviously, we talked about the top of the show, they will be getting, hopefully, Steph Curry back as early as next week. So, they come into this game on a three-game winning streak here to uh, the Warriors or Delante, and the Clippers are on a three-game losing streak here. Which way are you going tonight? Yeah,
1: I'm leaning to the Clippers. Uh, I don't love it, obviously, but um, I think it's a good spot for them. They just – they've been – the result of some bad luck. I think some bad variants. Uh, I don't think they're playing extremely bad. I just think that, I don't know, for whatever reason. They're having reason, a hard
0: time closing games. That's just what it yeah, is.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they just, I don't know if they just, if Lou just doesn't know. He, he doesn't have the handle on the lineups yet. That's what I think. So he's playing some guys who don't bode well with each other. Like, you can't play Bones. You can't play Bones, Eric Gordon, Kawhi, and PG at the same time. Because, I mean, who's going to? You know, initiate the offense. You don't have a uh, point guard to defend. Bones is not a distributor. Eric Gordon is not a distributor. So you got four guys looking to score. There's no really glue guy out there to, to help solidify things. So some of the some of the lineups I think he has to work on. But I'm really worried about the Jordan Poole injury for the Warriors. So I know he's probable, but uh, I think I saw him favoring it a lot uh, whenever he was playing against the, the Blazers. I think that's one of the reasons why they fell down early was because he was kind of uh, he was kind of hobbled by that, but. I mean, it's really no metric to lean either side. I think both teams are pretty even, um, you know, with or without Steph. I think they're pretty even. Mm. Um, they, the Warriors, like I said, like a couple podcasts ago, the reason they've turned around is not because of what they're doing offensively. I know Clay has been, you know, a flamethrower as of late, but their defense is is incredible right now. They have basically. Bolted back into, you know, defending like the Warriors, like we're used to seeing the Warriors defend, and this is without Wiggins, which is possibly mm-hmm. probably their best on-ball defender. And yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken, is he back tonight? No, he's out. Yeah, so I mean, even without Wiggins, they're still defending at a high level. Um, they've allowed 105 or under in the last three games. We all know their splits, home road splits are are basically massive. Uh, I like the I like the Clippers here to get it done. Um, they're just like you said, they just can't close out games they do have to defend the three a lot better They're 25th in non-corner three-point uh percentage defense so and we all know clay likes that you know uh i don't know the left to the right i don't know if you want to call it a hash or he likes that three-pointer a lot yeah. so coming mm-hmm. off coming off that Draymond pick and roll or coming off that uh triple handoff so they got to defend that if they want to have a shot uh, i don't i don't love it but uh, i'm gonna go with golden state here
0: I mean, with yeah. uh, the Clippers, here, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is the front end of a back-to-back for both teams. You're actually here tonight. So um, expect maybe some of these guys to sit tomorrow night. Um, the Clippers have, I believe it's the Kings tomorrow night, and then the Warriors have uh, the Pel- Pelicans uh, tomorrow night. But, yeah, I'm I'm leaning with the Clippers here as well. I think they can you know, break their home winning – or, sorry, uh, break the losing streak here. I think the, the Warriors, you kind of take a look at who they've played. Okay, the Rockets. I mean, everybody's beating the Rockets right now. Uh, they had to come from behind victory against the Minnesota Timberwolves, but that could have been. They were been getting
1: a dominated early, though. They were, yeah, and they, that was they were all in in that
0: game, too. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, and then that was a game where Anthony Edwards didn't play well either. And then I think the Portland game was the second night of a back to back for them, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. There too. Yeah, um, uh, off the Dame 71 point game. So, I think you get a desperate Clippers team here tonight. Um, I think this is an opportunity, especially in a division game for them to come in and and just take care of business. Two weeks ago, these two teams did match up. um, And I think, but I believe, yeah, I believe the uh, Clippers did win that game rather easily uh, against the uh, Golden State Warriors. Um, Trying to see that exact score here. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. On back on Valentine's day, actually, 134-124 uh, victory for the L.A. Clippers in that game. I think Steph Curry did not play in that game either. So um, I like the Clippers here tonight. I Maybe take a look at their team total here tonight as well to go over. I feel like this is a game where um, they should be able to make some shots here, maybe get some easy buckets, you know, baskets around the basket. Kawhi Leonard has just been playing at an absolute high level for this uh, Clippers team. So uh, I'll go with the Clippers here. Minus three and a half, I think it's starting to move towards minus four here. Any thoughts on the total here, Delonte?
1: Yeah, I like the under, but I like your angle uh, for the Clippers team total. I don't know if that uh, that's not – that's definitely not correlated. But both defenses have been playing – well, outside of the Kings game, I think the Clippers have been playing pretty decent um, defensively. It's just – guys are just hitting shots. I mean, they're just yeah. like – hand they got hands up. They're playing good defense. Guys are just hitting shots. I mean, it happens. It's the NBA. But um, I think – I touched on Golden State's uh, defensive – uh improvement. So I think that both teams will be able to, you know, score, but not as often as they would like. And one of the things that bows well for, for the Clippers is their weakness is transition defense. They mm. are basically one of the worst transition defenses in the NBA. But the Warriors they don't look to run. You would think the Warriors team would love to run, but they're 26 in points per possession in transition. So I think that if the Clippers are going to have to slow it down, play a half court game um, which bodes well for them. They the the uh, Warriors. They don't defend the mid range very well. They're actually dead last in mid range percentage defense. So You know, Kawhi Leonard should have a big game. Mm. Uh, I, I, so I like him over twenty four and a half. I know we're going to transition to the props, but yeah. I like the uh, I like the under a lot here. I bet it two thirty four, two thirty three and a half. But what is it? Two thirty two now? Uh, two thirty one and a half right now. I yeah, I, bet. I wouldn't bet it at two
0: thirty. But anything if you gets back to two thirty two, I'll bet it under. Um, yeah, so player probably you mentioned Kawhi Leonard that last game. He had a really good game against the Warriors 33 points in that game, seven rebounds, four assists. I believe he was seven of nine from three point line as well. And he's been knocking down the three point shots, uh, yep. for the uh Clippers here. Last five games, he's shooting it at 57.6 percent. He's hit three or more in four of the last five games for the uh Clippers as well. So, um, yeah, I think this might be a good game to back Kawhi Leonard here tonight. Yep. Um, what else you got for this game? Uh man,
1: that was it. Uh I was sure. looking at some Looney rebound props. Uh I think that the Clippers with uh is Zuback back. Uh
0: he's not on the injury report, so I'm, I'm assuming he's playing here tonight. Yeah. So Yeah, I um, see some props I, out for him.
1: Yeah, so I, I kind of like uh Looney to to get a, a couple rebounds, um, but I didn't play it. The only thing I had played was just the Kawhi uh over 24 and a half points. Um I'm kinda like I was kinda waiting for Jordan Poole to cause I was kinda on the fence. I know he's probable, but you know how the NBA injury report goes. I'm yeah. trying to kind of trying to wait and see if I can pivot maybe to like a tie Jerome, DiVincenzo points if, if Poole is out. I might go there anyway, but kinda yeah. just waiting for some more
0: information. Yeah, but, I uh, did play Kawhi D. was the only one that I had. Yeah, I played DiVincenzo, uh, DiVincenzo's threes here tonight, over okay. two and a half. Yeah. Um, I mean, he shouldn't get real well, especially without you know Steph Curry in the lineup. He's provided some extra scoring boost for this Warriors team. Uh, he shouldn't get at 48.6% over the last five games. For the uh, Golden State Warriors, he's knocked down four or more in three straight games for the Warriors as well. Over the last five games, he's averaging about seven attempts per game. Um, and he's averaging, like I mentioned, 3.4 makes with the last mm-hmm. five games where he's knocked down at least four in three straight games. In the earlier matchup this season against the Clippers, he scored eight points in that game, but in 23 minutes. So I think that you'll see some more minutes here tonight for uh, Dante, uh, especially without, like I mentioned, Seth Curry in the lineup. Uh, he hit two threes in that game earlier this season against the Clippers and actually both of those games. So he's getting up more attempts at two and a half. Uh, I back this on. Uh, when they played uh, the Portland Trail Blazers, I believe he knocked down five in that game. Uh, that came fairly easily, so I think that he can continue that here tonight against the Clippers.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, yep. Anything else? Uh, nah, that's all. I, that's all I have for that game.
0: All right. Uh, so let's get into our picks here for tonight. Delante, uh, lock and dog. Again, only four game schedule here tonight in the association. Uh, you want to lead us off with your lock and dog?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I have it's the uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at this screen right now. Somebody is steaming Indiana. It's up to six now, so that's weird. But uh, the lock I like San Antonio uh, plus one and a half in the first quarter. I would probably take the money line also. Just you can get plus one, you can get plus one thirty. I see. Mm -hmm. So I would just uh, I would pivot to plus one thirty instead of playing the plus one and a half. Just better bang for your book. Spurs six and four ATS first quarter uh, We went over the Indiana um, numbers, 1943 ATS in the first quarter. Uh, I think San Antonio is going to come out to play it in the first quarter and then they'll resort back to tanking in the second half or the, or the later three quarters. Uh, so I like that play a lot. That's for a dollar. I'm going to go back to Washington. Uh, I like some of the things that Washington does at home. I think they're plus two right now. Uh, I, I would take the money line on them. Also just, it's it's just better it's just a better play, I think, for plus money versus a plus two. Because if they're if they're gonna cover the plus two, they're gonna win the game, I think. That's that's just how I feel about home dogs, especially. So I like the Wizards. I think they're gonna be able to to get in and, and get some shots in the paint against the Toronto defense who's weak inside. Uh they don't defend well, they don't defend the perimeter well, they don't defend the paint well. Bradley be uh Porzingis being back, I think it opens up some things for Bradley Beal. Also for Kyle Kuzma on the driving lane. So like the Washington Wizards plus two.
0: All right. Uh, For my lock, I am gonna go. I want to back the Clippers here tonight. I think they do get the victory and break their losing streak. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Both my picks are gonna be the same game. I'm gonna in the Toronto Washington game. I'm gonna take the first quarter over. Oh yeah. yeah. uh, Yeah. In that game uh, as my lock. Um, Let me see what that current number is over on Win. But, um but we talked about it uh with the wizards at home in the first quarter uh seven and three of the last 10 games at mm-hmm. home towards the over uh last five games four and one and then since the all-star break in three games they're three and zero oh to the over uh in that first quarter currently seeing that number at 57 and a half mm-hmm. so um I think that, you know, we'll maybe see some pace early on and and you know the offense starts to really click for the Warriors in that first sorry, for the uh Wizards in that first quarter. Um, so I think that they can definitely get over this number of 57 and a half. Um, so I will go with that as my lock here for tonight. For my dog, uh, I'm gonna go with the player prop. I talked about Jakob Purdle and how good he's just been on the defensive side of the basketball for the um Toronto Raptors since he joined this team. He's gone over two and a half steals and blocks combined um, in I think it's five out of six games or six out of the seven games. Um, Let me see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So six out of seven games, he's had over two and a half steals and blocks combined, including six straight. Um, And in some of these games, he's had five, six, five, uh, where he's gotten over this number. So, I think this is a good opportunity against this um, Wizards team for him to, you know, get some steals, block some shots here. And again, they're not very good at defending the um, center position either. So I think that he should be in line for some rebounds here tonight as well. So if you want to also play his double-double here tonight, I don't hate that. I think that he can get definitely get 10 rebounds here tonight. He's also been putting the points for the um, Raptors as well. His double-double here tonight's at plus 210. So. Um Beck hurdle uh game here for me tonight. So officially I'll go over two and a half steals and blocks combined at plus one fifty-five. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the NBA gambling podcast for this Thursday episode. Um anything else here tonight, Delante, we need to mention before we get out of here. Uh,
1: no, I mean I think it's um if MB plays, I think it's going to be a pretty good game on, on TNT. Pretty good double-hitter.
0: Uh, if Embiid plays, I'm laddering his points probably up to 50. <laughs> For real? I think, it, look, this man, at least 40, man, I think he's going to have a big game uh, here tonight because there's just who's going to stop him on this Dallas roster? Like Dwight Powell? It's not <laughs> no. happening. No. Christian Wood, Mike. Maybe, guy,
1: but Christian he's not even – he, he gets into he foul Rockets, trouble.
0: Christian Wood. He gets into foul trouble. I've seen it too many times, man.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I I don't hate that. I, I'll probably be on him. Um, I'll probably be on his rebounds yeah, and sure. rebounds over. I'll probably yeah. try to look for like fifteen plus, sixteen plus, yeah. and get some plus money. Or, um, I mean, if we're making a case for that, we might as well just take his points and rebounds over. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I, I like that a lot. Um, I mean, it's it's gonna be a a, a good game between Washington and Toronto too. I think that's gonna be a slept on game, a big game for both seating purposes for both teams. So they're gonna mm-hmm. both bring it. Uh, I think it's gonna be a high level game also. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, as usual, for the Friday games. Check out uh, Terrell and Scott tomorrow. They'll cover the Friday games. Uh, Make sure to follow Delante on Twitter at XXLonteXX. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Before you guys get out of here, smash that like button for us, um, and then also subscribe to the YouTube channel here for the NBA Gambling Podcast. And also follow us on Twitter at sgpnnba. Um, Like I mentioned, we'll be back tomorrow, as usual, for the Friday games. Till then, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.